Welcome back to the Rest and Culture podcast, everybody. It's Thanksgiving. I wish you a fantastic Thanksgiving, and there's no place I'd rather be. Today, what I'd like to do, we've got some more video that's coming out of Mar-a-Lago, and it's about Cary Lake. And, and you might wonder, why am I focusing so much on Cary Lake? Well, the thing about it is here, folks, that I have this sense, and it's obvious, that Cary Lake is jockeying to be vice president. Donald Trump's vice president in this this ill-fated, I think, campaign that Donald Trump is going to be waging. She wants to be VP. So that's why she's putting up this little rope-a-dope fight, you know, on on just, just kind of half punches and, you know, I'm going to win and we're not done fighting. She wants to be seen as a fighter. Okay, this is this is what she's doing right now. And it's what Republicans do. There's always a reason behind it. She doesn't, she knows she's lost. This is all an act. It's all, it's all for drama, folks. So let's take a look at this. I've got some interesting video that's coming in from Mar-a-Lago. And here it is. So at this, we've got Donald Trump and see Newt Gingrich over there talking to him. <laughs> Donald Trump couldn't give a rat's ass about what Newt's saying. You know, he's just like nodding his head. There's Don Jr. And over here, there we've got Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kimberly Guilfoyle right up at the podium. And look at how they start to lock eyes for a second. And there's Kimberly looking at Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now watch this. And there's Marjorie Taylor. And they kind of look away from each other. It's kind of a kind of an interesting little moment there. I'm not going to start any rumors, but... Um, interesting stuff here. So there she is. And she had this to say this week, folks. Listen to her. This is this is more drama. I had one report, Steve, where they rolled somebody in in a bed to vote, an drama. elderly person who wanted to vote. Oh, for sure. And that person got up to vote. Uh, they watched as their ballot went in and out, in and out, never got counted. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, who in the hell rolls somebody in there in a hospital bed? I mean, the drama of the whole thing. I mean, it, this is not the only way you can vote. We have something called mail-in voting, Carrie Light. I mean, let's just point the obvious out here. Uh, that person should have voted by mail-in voting. But for whatever reason, there they are. They're on the hospital bed. They're putting this thing in the tabulator. It doesn't take it because the ink wasn't dark enough, and it kept spitting it out. Well, they had a bin right there where you would put things like that that weren't being accepted into it. It's, it's not that anybody really got disenfranchised or couldn't vote. But, you know, Carrie's putting up that rope-a-dope fight, and she still thinks she's going to win. And I still have hope that we're going to win this. Okay. Excellent. I'm glad you've got hope. Well, folks, let's change gears here now and talk about Chip Roy, that uh, Republican congressman from Texas. Uh, but before we do that, look at Charlie Kirk here, you know, one of my all-time favorites. Look at what he had to say for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone except the pedophiles and the groomers. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. You know, what they do here, folks, is they depend on the stereotypes and the stigmas that have been in place since the 60s, the 70s, the 80s about gays. This is what they want in your head. And this is just a sort of psychological mind game that they're playing on everybody here that they want to keep reinforcing those stereotypes and stigmas. And... <clears throat> Pardon me, if, if I may, going back to the 70s and 80s, the 
majority of gay people were in the closet. It's not that we have more gay people today than in the 70s and 80s. They were just locked in the closet. The only people that were out were the ones that just didn't give a damn. So this, the, the, the stereotypes, that's what they, they want to push is that narrative and those, you know, those stereotypes from way, way back uh, in the fact that, you know, they think that everybody that's gay is a pedophile, you know, this is absolutely ridiculous. But back then, I mean, that's, that's what they want. When they say make America great again, that's kind of what they're inferring is they want to go back to that time when gays were in the closets, when you had a military that said, don't ask, don't tell. I mean, that's, that's what they really want. Nowadays, Nobody gives a damn if you're gay, right? Nobody cares, except Republicans, except extreme right-wing conservative nutjob Republicans. And there's a lot of Republicans that just don't give a damn these days. You know, live and let live. If that's what somebody wants to do, uh, let you know, go ahead. I mean, it's it's not that there's more and more gays. It's just that we're finding out that that gays are normal people. And that's the narrative that these people are fighting against. So here's Chip Roy. He was on Fox News the other day, folks, and he had this and to say. And I still say. have hope that... Because you've got the leadership, the brass of the Department of Defense, who are prioritizing Pride Month, putting out pictures with rainbow bullets, oh, that they're you know, having imagine. the military stand down for a day to focus on the you know, whiteness and the wokeness and all of the the danger that they say is appearing, which is actually rather minimal and small, and they're destroying the culture of our military. Uh, and they actually hire positions Wrong. at the top level of defense for diversity and equity, which is saying apologize for your whiteness and promoting mm. your 1619 project. We need to end that. Yes. We need to refocus our military on what it's supposed to do, which is blow things up and kill people. And I introduced legislation to do that last year, and, and Senator Rubio has joined me this year in that effort. Congressman, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for all the hatred. So two things here, folks, that he said. He said that what the military was doing and just simply acknowledging Pride Month was destroying the culture, <clears throat> pardon me, of the military, and um, that they need to get back to the business of just fighting and killing people. Well, I'd like to point out that the Israelis have been accepting gays in their military and respecting same-sex marriages Um gosh, since 1993, and they've got one hell of a military. I mean, they've got a kick-ass military, folks. So what they want to do is just push people back into the closet. That's why there's always this fight. That's why you're always going to see the hatred coming out. But I would suggest to you that the real groomers out there, the real people that are doing the grooming, are the ones that are grooming anyone who will listen about the hatred against gays. And I'm talking about Nick Fuentes, Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro, people like this, even Congressman Chip Roy. These are the real groomers out there. Again, they're they're peddling hatred, and they will peddle it to anyone who will listen, folks. But the stronger message that I want to leave you with today is that we can be thankful in our America that we're winning this battle. We just have to be vigilant, understand what they're doing, and push back against what they're doing, folks. We can be thankful for that. Until next time.